going on folks it's time for the binge boys podcast episode 211 it's me logan and i'm joined of course by tanner and matthew how are we everybody i'm great how about you logs uh groovy how about you matt oh i'm doing fantastic on this this monday evening yes this this quiet lovely monday evening what's uh what's what's everyone what's everyone been up to but but actually before you answer that a couple programming notes before we get started like we do every week number one follow us on instagram binge boys podcast that's where you get everything that's the companion to the show that is the place you need to follow if you want to follow along uh number two tell a friend in need about the show number three leave a rating and a review and uh yeah just just spread the word tell people about the binge boys pod i feel a sneeze coming and i'm not happy peanut about butter. it what peanut butter what's that mean it's supposed to stop the sneeze peanut butter peanut butter by saying you're supposed it to eat peanut butter when you're about to sneeze really no i don't know I thought, I thought that's what you were saying no you, you just say it Really? Right, right when they're right when they're about to sneeze and they go huh and then you go peanut butter and hopefully it stops them. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I think an argument could be made that you could yell anything at me. That's true. You could be like soundbar, <laughs> backpack. Wow, just, I can't tell what you're looking at right now. I'm looking at a soundbar and or a backpack. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's the binge boys. That's how you can support us. Uh, how can we support you? Well, number one. Uh, if this is your first time at the Binge Boys, welcome. If you're uh, not returning, uh, welcome back. Um, I just found a note here. Lexus 2018 F Sport. Why do I have this note? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, someone shared a, that with me at some point. Is that um, an indication that some uh, some fun was had this weekend and you were having some convos that are a bit fuzzy? I, I really could. I, I can't tell you. I, I really <laughs> have no idea what that is. Um, so the premise is each week, my co-host and I break down the hottest in TV and movies, as well as some music, video games and pop culture here and there. On every Thursday, we have a bonus episode of the show entitled The Run Through. On those episodes, I'm joined by Megan and Emily or Matt and Tanner or any combination of those. And we discuss a specific movie and TV and or TV series. Uh, and break it down element by element and give it an in-depth review. I misspoke last week by saying that there was no run-through to release. Actually, I was a week behind. My dates were jumbled, uh, and June just flew by faster than than I can just describe. So last week, there was an episode of the run-through for Independence Day. Hopefully, everybody had a nice fourth. We'll talk about that in a second. Um this week, we've got How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Next week, we've got Monsters Incorporated. And then the week after that, uh, I forget, but it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Um, and, the, and that's the run through for the July. Important thing to note, I have not discussed this with either of you yet, but there may or may not be an episode 
on Monday the 19th uh, because uh, of reasons that I will discuss after the pod Ooh. with Matt and Tanner. Tanner probably knows why, but Matt does not yet know why, and I'm not allowed to say it on the air. I don't know so, anything. We will discuss afterwards. It's nothing serious. There's just, <laughs> there just probably won't be an episode that day. Sure, um, sure. So we can get into the show now. But first, uh, how was the fourth, guys? It, it, we, the people are listening to this on the sixth, two days after the fourth. Uh, Matt, what did you get into over the weekend? It was uh, it was Big Friends weekend. Uh, you guys can see I got my first professional post-COVID haircut. So I'm feeling, <laughs> I was feeling fresh with that. I uh, got to hang out a little bit on uh, Friday. Had some, some buddy come into town. We linked with and mobbed with some other other lads and lassies. So that was fun. Uh, watched some some fireworks and played some played some games on on uh, Saturday. And then Sunday, you know, more friends. Someone um, got an invite to a mom's pool, which that was tight. That's always fun. Uh, and then got another invite to a rooftop firework viewing. So that's always fun. But yeah, man, just, just good, good friends time, just good patriotic outside time. So that's pretty much it. And then, yeah, today was whew, recovery. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was a low key day. It was a real low key here. I, uh, I think I've logged probably 300 steps. So that's, that's not <laughs> going to change. That's, that's a move right there. That's yep. a move. First of all, question, who was cutting your hair during COVID? Your girlfriend? My girlfriend, yeah. My, um, I had just like a crappy like beard trimmer that she tried to do my hair when it was really long. And then me, via her, asked my mom for like better clippers for Christmas. And she was like, okay, this is a lot better, but you still have way too much fucking hair for me to cut. <laughs> but so, yeah, I, uh, I did that. Okay, okay, okay. Tanner, what uh, what'd you do this weekend? Friday, 9 to 8 work. Saturday, 9 to 8 work. Sunday, <laughs> 9 to 9 30 work. <laughs> what'd you do today? 9 to 3 work. Oh my God. So you didn't do anything? <laughs> no. I mean, last night my buddy picked me up in his Jeep and we drove around the town and picked up a couple other people and then we went home. And then that's about it. Hey, I remember those days of yep. just going and picking your friends up and driving around and, and you know, it was before you were of age to really do anything fun. So you were just like, Hey, we don't really want to spend the money to go out to eat or or you know, go I don't know, to a movie or bowling or something, but instead we'll just drive around and shoot the shit and they tried to go to Hooters. Oh, and <laughs> what happened? Well, it was closed. Oh, it was? Oh, we walked in and they were like, Sorry, we closed at eleven and it was freaking eleven oh three. I'm just like, thanks. Like, all they wanted was Damn. a beer, and I was just going to stand there and sip my Dr. Pepper. And, <laughs> well, I guess not. Yes, I, I was Dr. Pepperless last no night. No Dr. Pepper <laughs> for you. Um, How about you, Logan? How, what did you get up to on this old fourth weekend, old? Uh, this, this weekend was a movie for your boy. <laughs> um, what was I, that? I never got on camera. I just, just scratched. That's okay. Head. You're a huge you on camera. How you do it again? Okay, you you are you I didn't get it. You're a human. You you can scratch. Oh, I didn't get it again. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, Thursday, uh, moved, made a move to the there apartment with Bay. Um, shouts to Bay. Uh, so we did that all Thursday, Friday. Ooh, Friday went to work, and uh, after work went on a uh, Lake Lanier with a client of ours at work. He has a boat. 
and he wanted to start the relationship between us in a fun way. So he took us out on his boat and we mobbed, uh, crushed a couple of Vizzies on that boat. Not going to lie. There it is. Um, Had a good old time there. Got home and Catherine had I'm granted we are in an apartment, so it is a much smaller space. But Catherine single handedly, I got to give her all the props, unpacked everything on Friday because she had off. I, I went to work, but I was gonna say this uh, looks like it, you already moved in. Yeah. Like yeah. A long time ago. A few people saw the apartment this weekend and they said, wow, it looked like you moved in three months ago. Everything is <laughs> just settled. And I said, yeah, I, I literally have to ca- uh, credit Catherine for everything because she did everything on Friday. When I got home, I was expecting like, oh, there'll probably be some boxes or some things I can sort out and help her with. No, she she knew that people were going to see the place this weekend. So she wanted it to look like we were settled. Uh, and hey, we she got I keep saying we she got it done. Uh, granted, uh, she, you know, helped what she could when it came to moving. Um, my dad and I lifted pretty much the the monstrous things like the table we're sitting on, the couch behind us, the bed, the bed frame, box spring, all that stuff. So she killed it on Friday when I was at work. I was really impressed. So shouts to Bay for getting our uh, apartment in order. Woo. Um, Major shouts. Saturday. God, that was the third, right? Yeah. Yes. Saturday, I went to downtown Kennesaw, which is five minute walk from this apartment. So cool. And uh, they were doing a little celebration of for the fourth. And uh, that's where I got off of fries first. Check it out on Instagram at Logan Lewis 96. Um, is that where you got the big ass corn dog? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that corn dog was good. Oh, I want a corn dog. Oh, man. Uh, I've learned that not many people like corn dogs. Why? I Matt, love you, are you a corn dog guy? Love them. I've God, loved them the since day one. one. Yes. Oh. Okay, good. Good to know that the binge boys are all supporters of the corn dog movement. They're in my freezer right now. I'm actually going to fry them up when I get home. Ooh, so you, you fry them up? I'm I'm super lazy. I just do the I just microwave them. They're so. so I got the air fryer. I just press oh, a there button. There you go. It's like the same thing. Mash that corn dog button. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean that's what he's doing. Dink. I'm literally just. Dink. I used to be on team microwave for the corn dog until air fryers were okay. introduced to my life. All right. And the air fryer just puts that extra crisp on uh, it that the, yeah. the microwave doesn't seem to do. But microwave can never crisp anything. Nope. It's a little flappy. Yeah, it's it's a little flappier, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, had a corn dog that was probably a foot and a half long. It was marvelous. <laughs> oh, I mean, let's be honest. Actually, the stick was that extra. Yeah, yeah. So the corn dog itself was about a foot, maybe maybe ten inches, but still a big boy. And uh, your boy enjoyed himself. So check that out at Logan Lewis ninety six again. Um, <laughs> yeah, celebrated downtown. Uh, the Sibs. We're here, Griffin and Cameron, and their Sig Uths were in town visiting. Oh, yeah. So Kennedy, Griffin's girlfriend, and uh, Alex, Cameron's boyfriend, were in town. They came over. Uh, we watched fireworks downtown, and uh, they we, then we came back here, and they spent the night, and we watched a great movie entitled The Cat in the Hat <laughs> with Mike Myers. Uh, oh, gosh. Oscar award winning, in fact. Oh, yeah. Um, that movie is an Oscar. <laughs> that movie has an Oscar, and by that I mean there was probably someone that worked on it named Oscar. 
Somebody, I, I wish we had a, a Michael Weiner in here that we could like say, Micah, fact check, uh, fact check if see if there was an Oscar that worked on that film. But you know, we we don't have Micah, sadly. Um, uh, shout, shouts to Micah. He he had a hell of a weekend. So yeah, uh, he, went he did. Um, let's see here. And then yesterday on the Fourth of July, uh, went over to mom and dad's. Kind of dad's sister came in town, Aunt Jill. Shout out to her. She brought a couple of my cousins from the Lewis family side. And, you know, we, we just kind of had a had a little bit of a day. Just hung out and uh, swam a little bit. I got entirely way too drunk. Uh, felt pretty shitty uh, yesterday evening. Ate four hamburgers. Nobody's doing that. That's wow. a lot of red meat. That's a boy. lot of red meat, dude. I, uh, I immediately... Like at some point, I'm pretty sure my aunt Jill was like, "You're eating four hamburgers," and I looked down and was like, "Oh my god!" And then I felt like shit for the rest of the night. Um, so came back here and went to bed at a good time. Got up today and didn't do anything, man. It was watched a couple of the movies and, yep. and shows we're gonna talk about here. Same. But other than that, kind of took a nap on the couch. It was marvelous. First nap in the apartment. <laughs> felt great. Nice. Felt great. Could so, I uh, could I step in here for a second? Yeah, yes. Yeah, there were, in. There were not in. only one. There was not only one, but two Oscars present on the Cat in the Hat. Just <laughs> the Oscar Dylan, he was a stuntman, and then Oscar J. Flores was a production secretary. So shout out to all my Oscars out there, <laughs> especially the two that worked on that film. <laughs> yeah, if you're an Oscar in the movie industry, we salute you. <laughs> So it was a movie of a weekend for me. So I, I had a fun time. Uh, better movie than The Cat in the Hat, I, I will yeah. say. Um, but yeah, man, the 4th is always a fun time to just relax. If Even if you don't go crazy, it's just fun to relax. But shouts to Tanner for not relaxing. Mm. Uh, grind because you, you grinded all weekend. I did, yes. But you made uh, that money. Stack paper. Mm, They're stacking yeah. it. Yes. Whoopty! I just oh, I hate that freaking store. That's <laughs> <laughs> the worst place in the world. <laughs> oh well, we won't have to, we won't talk about it anymore, Tanner. Thank you. So, uh, in terms of headlines today, I don't have any. Nothing crazy happens usually over the Fourth of July holiday unless they drop a trailer for something big. Um. So I I, I was thinking that we could just go right into Loki episode four. Loki episode four. Yeah. Uh, let me just say, I ate my words. Yes, you did, you yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's I, right. <laughs> I uh, I ate my words. Uh, this episode was electric. It got good. Yeah. And, oh. and let me just say, looking back on how good this episode was, can you at least stay with me and say that the first three were slower they compared were to this? 100%. It was, yeah, especially watch it since I hadn't watched, I just watched three and four since I hadn't watched it for the last time. But yeah, I feel like yes, or episode three was a lot more set up and then a lot that we're starting to get more payoff like in this second yeah. half of the, the season, I feel like. And I'm just realizing this is that we got this week and next week and that's it for Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God, that's two days from now. Yeah. I hate it. Episode I don't five. like Wednesdays. Yeah. It's so weird. It's a Sorry. weird, it's a weird vibe. I don't Keep, like it. Keep it till Sunday or Monday in this case. Yeah, yeah I, watched, know, I, I watched it this morning. But now I don't want to wait. 
Yeah, I yeah, that's a good see, I'm watching one. See, this night. is why I'm happy because now I feel like I can't wait to watch the new episode. Like, what? what the f- did you guys think when the timekeeper guy lost his head? Where, like, I was just like, uh, dude, uh, uh, uh. it's just crazy. I, it's like it just layers upon layers. It's like who is pulling who the strings? It? Yeah, it's the same kind of questions. I feel like as um really brings it sort of back to like WandaVision and just like not even knowing like who the players are, who's actually like pulling the strings. And it's like, you know, what's it, yeah, what's it going to be? Like who's the grand, I can't even remember, like the grand timeline or whatever. Like who's keeping that if these timekeepers were just, you know, Chuck E. Cheese robots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I I shot myself when, yeah, when she threw, because, you know, I was wondering I kind of had a little bit of a suspicion that something was going on, either that they were a projection or something, because yeah. once the fighting begun, they all kind of just like sat there in their chairs. And I was like, I feel like they would like be stepping up or something. Well, but also you could think like, it's oh, they're in control of what all happens throughout all. No, they're time. not worried. Right. They're not worried. They know exactly that they'll be they'll be mm-hmm. safe. And that's sort of that's like a good a, point. That is yeah, a good point. That's sort of like a, a show of like their power. Um, I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed them though like for the very few minutes we saw them they were very like I just like their character design like they were cool, the, they were cool. like they yeah. looked like aliens which is cool because yeah. we don't get a lot of alien stuff in the Marvel Universe I mean I feel like we'll get more yeah now that we're getting the scroll as like a yeah. bigger heart and more gar- I mean Guardians that kind of has alien vibes but yeah we haven't gotten much of it recently yeah, it almost felt Star Warsy, like yeah. seeing three robed dudes on some chairs and be like, "Are they about to whip out some sabers?" Yeah, but yeah, I completely ate my words. Like as I was watching the episode, I was like laughing to myself. I was like, "I can't wait to just eat my words on this next episode because I shat on the show last week, dude." dude you should have just should have uh, jumped into the notes app, written apology. Put it up on the gram. You know what? I think I might do that. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jumping right into it, obviously. Spoilers ahead. Full spoilers ahead. Mobius Can- is dead, and I'm sad. Well, Ooh, is he dead, though? Is yeah, he? you're right. Is Loki's Loki. alive? This yeah, is Mamie. Or is he? Yeah. 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 So it's opening up this can of worms of like, Oh, another thought just popped into my head and that's these weapons that they're holding like what exactly is their power if they're just disintegrating people but those people are being transported to another world could you be could you make the same argument that it almost has the same power as like the Thanos snap like yeah. they didn't die they just were moved somewhere else right you know point, yeah so Patrick star voice yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll just push Loki, take loki and push him somewhere else (laughs) um yeah dude uh i don't know and then you see the three classic lokis yeah yeah i forgot about that that was crazy which uh, what i know what the fuck it was at that moment where i was like oh screen's gonna go black and i'm gonna get upset and screen went black and i went yep. upset and i was like let's go the show is finally good for me well but- that was the post credit scene no it was like yeah. the first one i've been like watching through all of them i've been like sort of disappointed i was about to like turn it off and then it like went i was like ha vindication finally <laughs> so 
That was a weird laugh, wasn't it? Griffin does that laugh too. And now it rubbed off on me and I start doing that laugh. That says, 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 says. I didn't do that. That's what, did I? Mm-hmm. That's a disgusting laugh. <laughs> it is disgusting. Did, I, I it's stupid. It's a, 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 I did not do that. I, I, no way. It wasn't as obvious. It was like. <laughs> there it is. I do do there that. Is. Do, do. There it is. You do do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm trying to think about whatever. That, yeah. Mobius. I was real sad, but yeah, I kind of saw something coming because they were putting a. You always know when a character is about to die in a TV show when they put like heavy emphasis on that character like in the walking dead like you always knew when a character was about to yep. divide the dust because like the two prior episodes would just be heavy on that character and you're like something's coming it for this character like either someone is gonna die that's close to him or they're gonna die themselves yeah did you shit when loki started disintegrating yes i was, like, I was yeah that was pretty surprising i heard a lot of theories early on that Tom Hiddleston's Loki would die, and then the female Loki would just kind of like I believe it just it would carry make, on the footsteps. Yeah. And I was like, it would make sense. She has no place. I like her. Why not take his? I do too. I, I like her awesome. too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, she's a badass. Yeah, and she's just like Tom Hiddleston was when when he started as Loki. She's kind of a no name. She doesn't have much to her name. So if they kind of took her and threw her in the universe, and she was just Loki from now on, like I think it'd be a really cool interaction for like Loki to meet Thor. <laughs> yeah, like, it'd be a really cool situation. So, yeah, like, what's what's her Thor like? Like, that's a really interesting. True Ooh, in her in her reality, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, if there even is a Thor. Yeah, right. Um, this might be more um a comparison I drew watching episode three versus four. So sorry if this conversation could have happened no. last week. It's all good. But I got a lot of vibes of the early early in the movie of um captain marvel just then how like the wool is kind of pulled over her eyes about like what she's doing and like she's whatever so i think it's interesting that they're kind of like going back to that and like having this organization kind of be like you know shown it's sort of dark like underbelly or whatever and that it's not really helping everybody it's you know just like helping the the rich or this one person's viewpoint and you know lying to its people so i just thought that was like interesting yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I are you guys getting Loki's in in love with Loki vibes? Oh, hundred percent. Well, that was, yes. the, that was the whole thing. Yeah, it's creeping me out a little. Like bit. as he's about to profess his love, uh, boom, disintegration, disintegration. Um, <laughs> no living. I hate myself. Um, oh, I forgot a part of my weekend that's just a a movie. <laughs> but. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm not holstering it. I'm saying it right now. Sure. I, I have a new place you need to go get your hair cut. Where? It's called Kennesaw Barbershop. Right you- there? It's a great name. Oh, right there? Well, yeah, it's really yeah. close. Like, like a couple minutes from here? Yeah, it would yeah. be like eight minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. It's so tight. It's a movie, bro. <laughs> you walk in. It's, it's, it's not Wilmot's, but you feel like family when you're there. <laughs> it's, it, it's just it, it was just an unbelievable experience at a haircut place nonetheless so i am i am hooked and going there for the rest of my life very cool but anyway back to loki not uh, probably what you would pay at like a great sports clips. clips or great clips or something it's like 12 but, bucks oh is that how much you pay at great clips you pay like 15 bucks maybe really yeah and then a tip really <laughs> oh yeah that's why i always have such interesting haircuts 
Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, how much do you pay there? At Sports Cliffs, I used to pay $20 for a haircut and 5 for a tip, or maybe 25 for the cut. It's and- honestly, it's possible that I'm wrong. It, maybe. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, sport clips might be more expensive. I don't know. Who I don't cares? know. Who, Who cares? cares? Who cares? Back to Loki. <laughs> Nobody's talking about... No one's doing haircut talk in the middle of Loki. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see that often. But no, so did um, B15, was she still undisintegrated or did she get disintegrated? I can't remember. I think she um, got... Wait. She got yeah, knocked down. They got, she? she got knocked down, but they never like physically showed her disappearing or anything. Yeah. So I was wondering the same thing towards the end. Like when Loki got got, I was like, where's B15? Like, where, where's she at? Where's she chilling? Right. Mm-hmm. But maybe she dipped. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But no, I, I can't th- wait for the uh, the info dump from Ravona, probably, hopefully next week. Yeah. I, I am very, uh, I've seen a lot of theories in the past couple of days of how Kang the Conqueror isn't, is exactly, pulling the strings. Yeah, that's, I guarantee okay. you. Okay. And he's going to be the villain, the main villain in Ant Man 3. They kind of are setting him up to be like, I don't want to say the next Thanos because it's not that big, but he's a pretty big Marvel Comics villain. Sure. He's he's amongst like those kind of like Thanos or even the timekeepers per se, like as the concept, like he's just very like symbolic and like very evil, like mwahaha, like villain, villain. Yeah. So they might make him like the next Loki where he's like a prevalent character in the next like few movies. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily like the big baddie that that Thanos was. Did you know that uh according to Wikipedia, one of Kang the Conqueror's notable aliases is Iron Lad, which is kind of tight. <laughs> catch me I catch me changing my name to Iron Lad. Pints with the Iron Lads. I love it. <laughs> I saw Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man 3 has already been casted as oh, okay. well. He's played by the Oh my god, what's his name, dude? You've definitely seen him in something. He's really good. I'm pretty sure he's the main actor that's in Candyman. Oh, uh, Jonathan Majors? Yes, I think it's Jonathan Majors that's playing uh, Kang the Conqueror, which would be really good cuz he's real he's he's really good. He looks pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty tight. Really scary, definitely scary looking dude that I would not fuck with. Yeah. But no, it, that like just I wouldn't have thought of like this Loki show being linked with like Ant-Man, but I think something that they do well is kind of combining the sciency and the magic stuff into just kind of like one thing. And going back to even like the original Thor movie, you know, everyone's favorite when they say it's like, Oh, your people call it science. My people call it magic. It's the same thing. It doesn't really matter. So I like that. That's like a consistent theme, like up throughout all of, uh, all of Marvel. I like that. This episode has provided for more like discussion too. Because I feel yeah. like the past three episodes, we've all yeah. just been like, it's yeah. good, uh, or it's been okay, or we'll just see what happens type thing. Like five-minute review. Yeah, like a five-minute talk yeah. versus like a 10-minute discussion, which is good. I don't yeah. I don't have personally anything else. I'm just, I'm just actually, I'm willing to admit, I am excited to see what's mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I, um, I will still say it is still the bottom of the three for me. Mm. But that's only just because this fourth episode really won me over. If the rest of the show really, really, really delivers, then it could bump. It could knock Falcon and the Winter Soldier down to spot three. But we'll see. We'll yeah. see. For me, I think they're pretty like neck and neck because I feel like just like the stakes in this are like a little bit higher. And it's with characters we don't know as much about 
bow and that are sort of, I feel like, I mean, a hot take. I feel like Loki's a little bit more, has more interesting motivation than, than Sam or Bucky. I think so. I th- I don't think that's a hot take. I no, think I, know, you're probably, I, <laughs> I think you're probably along the same the same line there. Yeah. But something that I don't think we're all on the same line about is the film of the week, and that's the Tomorrow War. Have you heard mm-hmm. about this movie, Tanner? I have, and I watched it, and I enjoyed it. Okay. Well, before you give me um, any thoughts about it, I'm going to give you some information about uh, the Tomorrow War. Uh, the Tomorrow War released on amazon prime over the weekend um some information it is pg-13 it's around two hours and 20 minutes long uh family man is drafted to fight in a future war where the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront his past stars uh chris pratt yvonne struck her uh jk simmons betty giplin sam richardson which i freaking love sam richardson as an actor i just don't know if he necessarily belonged here i don't know um yvonne stravowski is her name hannah mckay is that hannah mckay from dexter Mm -hmm. i knew she looked familiar dude oh yeah (laughs) gosh i knew it okay okay um and Chris Pratt's from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, I, I know him. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And the Parks and Recreation, a lot of people forget that. Yeah, uh, also yeah. the Jurassic World franchise. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Uh, directed by Chris McKay and written by Zach Dean. Dean. That's an all-time name, Dean. Dude, good. catch me naming my boy Dean. Dean, Dean Lewis. Logan. Dean Lewis, dude. That's a killer name. Kind of is, yeah. That's a baller name, bro. I'm going to have to consult Catherine on that one. She's going to give me a hard no, I guarantee it. But <laughs> uh, Name your kid Mobius. Honestly, I'm, I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't but either. Catherine would never go for it. Dude, that kid's <laughs> getting swirlies on the reg. Sorry, <laughs> Mobius Lewis. You getting shoved in a locker. Uh, let's look at the Rotten Tomato scores for the Tomorrow War. Critics give it a rotten 53%. An audience. Tanner, where do you think the audience score for this movie lands? 70. Matt, where are you thinking? I'm thinking 85. It gets an 82 from the audience. So, um, <laughs> we all had different scores for the movie. I debated my score a few times because... Because I, I don't know. There's things about it I liked, but there's also things I did not like. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't hate my time watching it. Uh, I'll go first in saying that I think the movie was a little too long. Um, I, I think they could have clocked it at two hours and it would have been okay. There was a lot of unnecessary scenes in that yes. that, uh, that just didn't add any value to the plot or the character development. And I was like, we, you know, we could have cut this scene or cut that scene, but my my number one complaint is that it was, I think, 20 minutes too long. Yeah. Tanner, well, number one complaint with the movie. I can agree with the longness, um, but uh, I don't know. I guess it's just the whole concept is just confusing. It was a little confusing. I mean, it, yeah. not, it wasn't, they explained it well enough, but they it's like, but if you really th- like think about it a little harder, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, if they can travel, they, actually, never mind. I, they yeah, we'll they, get, they we'll, explain. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Matt, number one complaint with the movie. I don't know, dude. Like, I felt like so it was confusing, but also like I felt like I was like outpacing the movie and like what it was trying to like get me to like understand like about time travel. Like, 
um, when they were talking about like, oh, like he has to go back like and save whoever. It's like, well, if he does what he wants to do, then this won't be there. I just had, I also had the uh, like, yeah. you know, timelines and stuff on the mind from watching Loki. So this was like a perfect, like uh, perfect combo. But I was like, well, yeah, he'll like, you know, go back and like change things. So then like that won't happen. So he won't have to like, and then like that was like spelled out like 20 minutes like after i like came to it and i just felt like it just the writing the writing and the directing in it were both like kind of odd like it was a very emotional scene between chris pratt and his daughter um in the future and like it was really impactful it's like but i felt like the lines that she was given and like the way she was like directed to act it out just were not as compelling as I think the director wanted it to be. I was just like, okay, can we, that was like probably one of your unnecessary scenes, Logan, that you mentioned. Um, but yeah, I just thought like, I don't know. It just didn't really come together for me overall. Yeah. I, I, I saw your two out of five and uh, I saw Tanner's score, which we'll get to in a second. I'll let you go off here in a minute after I, me and Matt get our thoughts out of the way. Um, I landed around a three, but that three is very loose. Like it could go to two. It could go to four because there were things I liked about the movie. But yeah, but there were like, I think the things I didn't like outweigh the things I did like. However, the things I didn't like didn't like destroy the movie for me. Like, yeah. First off, I love Chris Pratt. Me too. Right. Anything Chris Pratt is in, sign me up. I think he's like, I was just thinking about it today. Catherine made a comment when it was on. She was like making coffee and she was like, you know, Chris Pratt just has one of those like demeanors or faces even that just like you root for him. No matter yeah. what he's doing, you root for him. Yeah. Uh, so I fuck with Chris Pratt heavy. Me too. Chris Pratt, if you want to come on the binge boys, you're more than welcome to. That'd be the most funniest episode on the planet. That it w- We would probably, we would, yeah. I'd be wheezing the whole time. Yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing. Oh. I'd love to talk to Chris Pratt. Um, a lot of people get tell me that I give them Chris Pratt vibes. Interesting. In person, they get not in terms of the looks because Chris Pratt is a much better looking man than I am. But <laughs> uh, in terms of the sense of humor in my delivery when I'm trying to be funny, they 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 uh, they say Chris Chris Pratt. But anyway, enough <laughs> about me. Um, I thought that the concept of people coming back from the future to say there is a war we do not have enough people from so we're going to recruit people from the past i thought that was interesting yeah agreed specifically 28 years ago but, but I, and, and they kind of come at it like with like the scene where they're like all of the people that they're recruiting are older because they're no longer alive in the future so the recruiting process was very specific, even though at the beginning they made it seem like they were drafting every willing yeah, human thought. on the planet to yeah. fight. So there were a few things that didn't add up that like I hadn't drawn that conclusion until saying it out loud just now. Um, I thought the monsters were cool. I thought so too. But like, I thought they were a little too much. Yeah. Terrifying. Like they they would have been scary enough if they were just on like the four legs. But the fact that they like spat whatever they spat out of their tentacles. They have guns. They had like guns on their tentacles. Yeah. They were ridiculous. And they also like, I don't know. 
like over designed is kind of like how I would describe it. It's got like, too much like crap going on. Like, and then they made a big deal about like the first reveal of them when it's like, but then we see them for like the rest of like the whole like you know however long in the movie. It's like sort of like the you know in um like alien you don't see the actual alien like for a while and the suspense is like really there and then you see it and it's terrifying like yeah. with these they were just like i feel like it was like just like too much they were on screen too much so it yeah. took away from the value of that we're supposed to be afraid of them yeah exactly it's it's like when the horror movie you're watching like the reason that those first couple paranormal activity movies are so good is because you never see lay eyes on the ghost or the tormentor right but like in movies like this, like I'm, I'm trying to think a, a really good example is a quiet place too, where you never see the thing that is attacking the people until like the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. which builds the more suspense and like horror, like going into this, I thought this was going to be like alien esque as like a survival horror right vibe, but it was more of an action movie. Like, also, they did the thing that a lot of action movies do. This is a stupid critique, but it's an it's a probably a hundred year old critique. You, they never reloaded their guns ever. One time, I noticed one, it one, one or two time. times. Like there was just scenes where the camera was on Chris Pratt for a solid forty five <laughs> seconds, just constant unloading yep. no reloading of his assault the- rifle it's not like his mounted machine gun or something. no it, yeah, it'd yeah. be different if he had a round drum in the bottom of that right. it was it was a 25 bullet clip that he was firing for 45 seconds there was a few scenes yeah. where they whipped the pistol out right, right to signify that they were out of ammo but they didn't do that enough to to redeem the fact that they were just firing guns for days <laughs> Yeah, and I felt like I just felt some of the action direction was just like I, it was just like kind of just a lot of like kind of cheesy set pieces in it, um, like when he was getting bumped back to the present day or whatever you want to call it, and he was like falling down, like reaching. Like I was like, all right, I know exactly how this is. Like as soon as like the platform or whatever fell, like I know exactly how this is gonna play out. Can you please stop wasting my time and just uh, just get through it already? I will say that when that shot happened of him diving down to grab her, but the monsters are like climbing each other to go up. I did pause it and look at it for a sec because that is a cool shot. But it is, like you said, cheesy and like over the top Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, there's a father son dynamic, which I thought was a cool dynamic to have for his little girl to be the woman that he's fighting alongside. I did not see that coming. Me neither. But I I knew he would meet. I had a strong feeling he would meet her or his wife like in that time. I had a feeling that he was going to meet his wife or maybe see his wife with another man or something and yeah. think like, oh, my God, what did I do to destroy my family? But I also think the whole J.K. Simmons storyline was just shoehorned in there. Yeah, I really like J.K. Simmons. He's I'm, huge. He is yeah. huge. What the hell? He bulked up for when he played uh, Commissioner Gordon in, in the few Justice League movies. <laughs> there were shots of him at the gym. I remember when a photo came out of him working out and he was just fucking ripped with his big ass beard. Like I was like, JK Simmons go off, bro. Good yeah. But yeah, like that whole storyline. And like, after he gets back to like the current day, I definitely thought that was like, like it, it was the vibe where it's like, all right, getting ready to, you know, Oh, time to like go home. And then someone says, Oh, do you want to uh, look at like my photo albums or something? And you're like, all right, well, I guess, 
you have to do this. You have to sit around and like wait for for this all to play out. So I was just like, I don't know. I felt like that could have been sort of more wrapped up in like um, just like another kind of like montage versus like seeing all of it all over again. I think we could have gotten. Uh, I think they could have taken J.K. Simmons out of the movie completely and had it just a stronger relationship between the daughter and him. Yeah. Like, like completely taking out the relationship, like maybe having his daughter instead of as a little, little girl, like maybe making her like a young adult in present day and making her a, just an older adult in the future so that he would have been fighting alongside of her like present day. Yeah. Like I think having a better relationship with your dad, like would have been a cool, like almost like a couple weeks late father's day movie. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, Right, yeah, I yeah, I think I it was definitely, definitely didn't hate J.K. Simmons. Like, I, I I fuck with him. Right, no, his performance was great. I just don't think it was necessary. That's really, I mean, all I really have in terms of complaints. Like, it was entertaining of a movie. Very. I just, just some of the <laughs> Tanner. I'm, I'm gonna let you go. I'm yeah, gonna let you go we'll, here in a we'll, second. We'll he's got to say for himself. But uh, two out of five for Matt. Three out of five for me, Tanner. Let's hear it. Well. It got a five out of five because Chris Pratt won. And then two, I was bored. So I was like, okay, I'll watch this movie. And I was looking for something entertaining and it just hit the spot. And I was sitting there watching it the entire time. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just haven't seen good movies lately. And I thought that was good. Story was good to me. So there's no deep reason why you thought it was just really good. It just, it just like hit it. the right spot at it the did. right time. Yep. I just, it's something I needed, I guess an action movie. And we watched that Dave Batista movie and I hated that. So this was better. <laughs> so, so this was 10 times better. Compared you know, to. you know, you know, what's funny huh? is I enjoyed army of the dead more than this movie. Okay. I would, you know, I would jump off a bridge before watching that. again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about it the other day when I was like looking at all the content that we've watched yeah. this year in pre- preparation for the next segment. The, the next segment. But I was like, man, I still like that Army of the Dead movie. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You know what's funny about the, both these movies? Father-daughter relationship. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Why does every action movie go that route now? Like because the they got to tie it together for a family. I've never seen World War Z, but is that how World War Z is? Oh, uh, no, I actually I don't, don't think so. Interesting. I saw that movie in the theaters in like junior year of high school, but haven't seen it since. Yeah, it, I don't think I'll ever watch it. I remember having a fun time watching it. But other than that, like with, there's all this chatter of like a sequel. I'm like, this movie does doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. World War Z, Z2. Oh, geez. <laughs> World or War Z. <laughs> World War Y. <laughs> um, do you have more? No. Or was that just your explanation on why you loved it? Oh, yeah. I just loved it. Okay. Genuine. It just hit different for you. It did. And I was like, and I had to watch some of it at work today, too, because I freaking fell asleep last night. <laughs> and I was uh, supposed to be cleaning this machine. And I was, I look up and it was like 45 minutes had passed and I was watching it and, <laughs> and I hadn't touched the machine yet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Oh, well, well, whatever. whatever. I'll steal their labor all day long. I'm there Jeez. 60 hours a week anyways. Jeez. <laughs> Better hope that little Caesars doesn't hear this. <laughs> they won't. I hope not. They won't. I don't work there. They've got better things to do. I work at Burger King. You're right. You do. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Tomorrow War, Amazon Prime. Check it out if you have a subscription. Uh, it's not a horrible movie, but it might not be for you. It's a great movie, I say. Okay. <laughs> top five of the year so far. Is it in my top five? Is it? I don't know. I don't but let's see. I'm not asking. I'm just like, oh no. no. For the movies at the end of the I year, mean, do you think it'll make your top five? No, but it's it's on it's gonna be memorable. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Matt's gonna remember how much he hated it. I didn't like hate it. I don't know. I was just like the whole time it was just like I it was the game where it's like, oh, I can I'm gonna guess the line that like they're gonna say next. I'm gonna guess like, oh, I can see like how this is playing out. And it's like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Why are you doing like yeah, just a lot of like very questionable decisions. Okay. Well, moving on to the uh, big segment of the day. I didn't look at anybody's. Uh, what was that? Top ten. Oh, I thought that's what that was. I was. Yeah. Well, actually, that was just it. Um. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get that sound bite to put on the soundboard. That'd be that'd be a pretty good one, actually. Write that down, Jamie. Um. That's a Joe Rogan thing. <laughs> um top we wanted to do this uh top 10 content that we've consumed this so far this year that's a really cool wallpaper is it live no oh that'd be cool if he like winked at you i know that's hey, really nice tell me uh, you like making money without telling me you like making money i like money i need money all about the <laughs> it's all about those benjis anyway top content we've consumed so far we're halfway through the year and uh, you know we've we've you know we, 2020 we didn't get much content, but 2021 we're being overloaded with it. So let's talk about the stuff that we've loved so far this year. You know how top ten uh, lists work here. Uh, we start at number ten and work our way down to number one or up. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I will start us off at number ten. We'll go Matt, and then we'll go Tanner. So, number 10 is Justice by Justin Bieber. Album he released at the beginning of the year. Enjoyed myself. Uh, the companion album, I'd say, for, to Changes uh, that came out two years ago, or a year and a half ago, I, I forget. Um, actually, I think it came out in 2020, uh, actually. So, yeah. Year ago. And, uh, yeah, a lot of bobs on there. A, lot of, a little bit slower of an album, but some jams on there and yet you can't hate the beebs too much like i used to but you know it's a solid album and that was my number 10 matt what you got at your number 10 uh i also have an album but from a group that's not quite as well known as justin bieber i don't know maybe uh the album is called shenanigans nightclub and the group is goose they're kind of a uh <laughs> jam band-esque shouts to Goose. Shouts to my friend JC who uh, sort of got me into this and just kind of I started listening. He suggested it like months ago and I listened to it for the first time like this past week and it's just been on repeat for a while. So I don't know. I couldn't, couldn't really say no to it. So yeah. Okay. Shenanigans Nightclub by Goose. I just can't <laughs> say with a straight face. Tanner, Tanner what's your, what's your, where we're starting at for you? There's a movie called Cherry, the one with Tom Holland Ooh. in it. I like that one. That's a number 10. Overlooked Cherry on mm -hmm. mine. Cherry. You just really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to provide more insight if you don't want to. We well, can just move I, right I just, along. That's a good, good movie. Good it was story. a good movie. Good story. Logan, what's your number nine? My number nine you poked me there. <laughs> uh, my number nine is another album uh, entitled "Life Rolls On" by Florida Georgia Line. Okay. It's at the bottom of the list because uh, <laughs> not many much more songs uh, were on it rather than the, the few that I really enjoyed. But, um, you know, there's always going to be a soft spot in my heart for those guys and uh, a little bit slower, a little more romantic songs, more just about like evolving as a person in life. So I, I enjoyed myself and uh, yeah, just enjoyed it a little bit more than that Biebs album. So that's my number nine. Matt, what you got? Any FGL on your list? No, unfortunately, they didn't quite make it. If this was, <laughs> if we did a top 11, you know they'd be right there. <laughs> um, my number nine is a, a movie, The Mitchells versus the Machines. We reviewed right. it several uh, months ago. And yeah, this just sort of stuck with me. Is I haven't watched it again, but I could definitely see myself uh, you know, catching it later. Just need sort of a, a nice little family shot in the arm. Shouts of Fast and Furious. But uh, yeah, Mitchells versus the Machines. <laughs> Where you got Tanner? <laughs> <laughs> Surprised that Vin Diesel didn't roll up alongside them and say, "You know what's more powerful than the machines? The Mitchells, because the Mitchells are a family." It's been a long day without them, my friends. <laughs> oh God! Oh man! Tanner, what you got at number nine? My number nine is a TV show called Gotham. Oh, yeah, I like that one. All right. I'm, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> it, well, I mean, it's one. It's like a deeper dive into the criminals that you really didn't see in movies and stuff so it's cool to see it's on my list still haven't done it i moved i moved gotham it's kind of cringy i won't lie yeah i've heard that it's the cw oh is it oh that's oh that tells you all you need to know 100 my number eight (laughs) is uh, a little movie also on the apple tv plus network uh, similar to Cherry, it's Al Palmer, a movie that starred Justin Timberlake uh, playing an ex-con that had to befriend a boy who preferred to dress like a girl. And um, you know what? It was a really good story. Made me cry a few times. Very good. Uh, Justin Timberlake, I hope, gets some per- performance nods uh, when the award season comes around. If you have Apple TV+, Plus, I'd highly recommend checking it out. Timberlake killed it. Matt, what you got? Um, well, I moved away from my list. Ah, just kidding. Uh, my number eight is a podcast that's still, go- I didn't Ooh. want to put anything still going on, but um, it is called Passenger List. They're releasing their second season. It is more of like a radio drama than like a traditional podcast. It actually stars uh, Kelly Marie Tran, who played Rose in uh, the sequel trilogy. Um, so yeah, it's good. It's just about a um, miss. It's very like um, mystery based. There's basically a plane that just like goes straight up missing, and they're just trying to sort of figure out, well, a how you do that, and b just like what the deal is. She had um her twin brother like on the plane, so she's kind of chasing down, but she can to uh, find out about this. The first season's all out, so you can binge that. So would definitely do that, and then would definitely uh recommend checking out season two yeah it's just really well done um so yeah tanner what you got at number eight before tanner goes matt i'd i'd to keep your podcast drama uh wheels turning uh i have a recommendation uh for you a few years ago i or maybe last year i don't know 
I'm not good with time, but uh, and neither was the Tomorrow War. Oh, uh, oh, sorry. oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I liked it. Shut up. Um, uh, it's called Blackout, and it stars Rami Malek as well. Kind of takes place very radio drama esque. I'm sure it's the same kind of a, along the same vein that like you hear like the sound effects those doors opening and closing yeah yeah people crinkling papers or whatever you hear the whole it almost like you're listening to a tv show essentially right uh stars remy malik and it's about like a mysterious like power outage in like a small town and there's some secrets in the town that kind of uh come to fruition over the course of like 10 episodes it's very good i'd, I'd highly recommend you check it out Definitely. Very in on that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Tanner, uh, what you got at your number eight? My number eight is a movie called A Million Little Things. The one with Jared Leto and Remy Malik, the one that just came out. Oh, we missed that. Or, uh, no, we didn't. Uh, Did no, we? Million Little Things. The Little Things. The Little Things. The yeah. Little Things, yes. Yeah, Thank Denzel you. was in it, too. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I love how short you are in your explanations. Yeah, Gotham. I like that one. <laughs> no, but this you're like uh, the uncle that describes like how good the game was. How good was the game? Yeah, it was good. Your game. And it's like, oh, how's the burger? <laughs> oh, good. It was good. How's your name? How's burger number four? <laughs> it wasn't great. I'll tell you that. By burger me. four, I was hurting. But you know, drunk Logan thought he needed four. So damn it, he's gonna have four. Uh, anyway, go on. But Remy Malik nailed it, and so did Jared Leto. He was creepy yeah. as fuck. So good, good movie. Sad to say that I forgot about that one. I just remembered it, and I just changed it from a Quiet Place Part Two to a, a little, wait. What's it called? The, the little things. The little things. The Thank little you. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> million little things. You know that. Got to think that that'd be a much longer movie. That'd be a million little things. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a TV show. Yes, yes, it is. Absolutely. My mother watches it and cries and it's annoying. Oh, it's a, cr- it's a good cry porn show. It's such a cry. Love a good cry porn. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, my number seven is really popular fan favorite movie, uh, Army of the Dead on Netflix. <laughs> uh, said all I can say about it. It's a fantastic action movie that you can watch with your family and friends if you're bored. I wouldn't watch it with the family. Yeah, actually, maybe don't watch it with anybody <laughs> younger than like 10, 10, 12, maybe if they played zombies and they're fine. Yeah, if they played zombies <laughs> in a video game, they're fine to watch it. It's the same thing. But uh, Matt, what you got at your number seven? Well, before I get to that, that would have been my number 12. So it would have been uh, Army of the Dead, Flagell, and then my Flagell. Yeah, you've never heard Flagell before? I haven't heard that, but I'm going to start using it. Yeah, it seems like uh, right up your alley. Uh <laughs> My number seven is one that probably won't need too much explanation is just Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Just really enjoyed it. Nice, tight story with uh, new characters setting up a lot of phase four. So four, five, I don't know. Whatever. Four. Yeah. I think four. Okay. Yeah. okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talked about it a lot, so we don't need to spend any more time on it. What's, uh, what's your number seven, Tanner? My number seven is the iCarly reboot because oh. it... It's just crazy seeing like your that childhood show that I used to watch mm-hmm. and seeing them talk. I mean, it's a little weird hearing them talk about like sex and shit and yeah. seeing them drink and like Freddie's like lives with his mom. He's like depressed. And, like, <laughs> I mean, it's fucking. It's it's just funny to see an adult version. More on that, that later. Yeah. Yeah. More yes. on that later. Oh yeah. No. Oh, not this wrong time. segment. <laughs> what are we binging, Tanner? 
God. Beyond the binge is what we did before about our Sorry. weekends. God <laughs> damn off. it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this later. Oh, no. I'm just kidding, we're not. <laughs> uh, my number six is a movie that Tanner probably took off his list or maybe rearranged it is The Quiet Place Part Two. Really enjoyed myself. We reviewed it a couple weeks back. Go back and check it out. I really enjoyed myself seeing the movie again and have thought about it here and there. So it kind of made an impact on me, I guess, for a good movie to see in the theaters when people are getting back out there. So yeah, Quiet Place Part 2. Matt, what you got sitting at your number six? Uh, my number six is The Off Season, the album by uh, Jake Jermaine Cole. So yeah, <laughs> just, a, uh, just a good Jermaine. collection of uh, of. You know some bangers and some not from the guy who can really just put a put a good bar or two together. So yeah, that is uh, my number six, the off season by Jermaine Cole. I was today years old when I found out that J stands for Jermaine. Same. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm right on this. <laughs> Tanner, what you got? My number six was Falcon and the Winter Soldier because it was awesome. There okay. Moving on. Yeah, perfect explanation <laughs> for, for that. Yep, all you need. Uh, at my halfway point, at number five, I've got Cruella on Disney+. Plus. Very, very much so enjoyed myself watching that movie, and Emma Damn. Stone killed it. Okay, man. No, I said <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, I was just kidding. Very much so. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Very much so enjoyed myself. Uh, good movie. Great uh, Disney Plus premiere movie. Uh, see it in the theaters if you'd like, but if you want to pay the $30, I guess you can also do that. I'm sure you guys will... Uh, wait, did I pay the $30 for it? Yes, you did. Yes, I did. And yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, I did. Man, that was so long ago already. I didn't even... Did I that was at the beginning of June? I? I didn't even see it. Yes. Early June. Early June. Okay. Wow. 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 Damn. Um, yeah, very much so. Uh, like that movie. Uh, watch it if you haven't. Uh, moving on, Matt. What you got? Your number five. Uh, my number five. I did confirm that his name is Jermaine, so that's good to, for this. Good. Uh, but good. My, but my number five, sort of a recent edition. Uh, Call me if you get lost. The album by Tyler the Creator. Really enjoyed it. You can hear that. Uh, last week. Yeah, last week's episode. I uh, I went off on it and basically explain to Logan why, why he should listen to it more. I've not gone back to that's uh, fine. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah, hit, hit us, hit us, Tanner. What's, what's, what's uh, the bottom of your top five? Dave. Okay. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> funny, entertaining and moving on. <laughs> more on that also later. Yes. <laughs> um, my number four is a little movie that Matt talked a little bit about the Mitchells versus the machines. Very like Matt said, uh, a movie that really stuck with me. I, I still like. I'll see like a meme of it here and there, like one of the you know the dad's face when they're in the car, like mid jump scene or whatever. Uh, I I really liked that movie. Like I, I would have paid to go see that in the theater, or maybe even if they released it in the theaters in the future, I, I might even pay to go watch it in the theater. Like watch it, it again. It yeah. was just a fun time, and and like Matt said, I don't. I haven't watched it since, but I don't hate the idea of maybe flipping it on, falling asleep to it one night or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a great family movie. So it Mitchell's is. versus the machines, Netflix don't have to pay for that one, but, uh, but I definitely probably would. I'd, I'd support yep. the, the filmmakers on that one. I really enjoyed that movie. So uh, uh, Matt, what you got at uh, starting up that top five at four? Uh, you guys will probably also have this on your list, but probably higher. I have WandaVision. Um, you know, definitely that four is definitely a high spot. Um, but I think sort of the 
full ramifications of it have yet to be seen. So that's why it is where it is. Um, we've talked about it at length and probably will continue to do so. So yeah, that is uh, I will, all I will say about that. So uh, Tanner, what's your number four? Are you okay? I just deleted everything. <laughs> you can, you can, okay. you can hit back. Do it. I think. Oh, yeah. Well, my number four was Loki. I can remember the last couple, but my number four was Loki. Okay. Or is Loki because it is. Oh my god, and it is awesome. Moving on. <laughs> I think I'm doing it. You're no. supposed to like. Oh wait. Oh, back, back, yes. back, yes. back, yes. back. Is that it? Good. Is that it. it down there? Yeah. That's your that's list. That's a real list. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so you really enjoy Loki so far? Yeah, really good. And especially after this episode, I'm freaking pumped to find out what's going on. Okay. Next. My number three, uh, rounding out the top three, you both have talked about it, so I'll just mention it. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Great story. Great tight-knit story, like Matt said. Uh, Great characters. Can't wait to see what's next from those peeps. And uh, moving on. Yeah, Matt, what you got at your number three? Uh, my number three is a movie that's actually changed the way I uh, see the world and live my life. And that is Sea Spiracy. Since uh, watching this, I uh, have we have not purchased uh, fish from the grocery store and have really been trying to, you know, limit our uh, our consumption of it. So, yeah, that's just, if you um, just want to sort of learn more about the just sort of terrible fishing practices and environmental concerns from that. I would definitely do that. It's a really well told story. And I feel, you know, it was. I think, um, you know, it was one of the merits of it is that it, like I said, it changed, it did something. It told me something that changed the way I, you know, live my life. So that's really the highest praise you can give, but that only gets you to number three, I guess. So uh, <laughs> Tanner, what's, uh, what's your number three? WandaVision. That is still, the most the show that I was the most interested in and the most hyped up for every single week. It's it was super suspenseful. I was constantly guessing. I was constantly looking theories up on the internet, watching videos. Like, oh man, I was fully invested. So that one earns number three for me. And it's still the best one out of the three for me. I think most people agree with you, including yeah. me, because that is my number two spot on <laughs> division. Love it. Oh yeah. Very much so. I've watched Such it twice show. or close to three times. I watched it with Catherine. I want to watch it again. Uh love it. And um yeah, I just I, I really hope that the second half of Loki really turns the mystery suspense uh up a notch because WandaVision was just incredible on that so, on that front. How episode. ballsy was it for their first Marvel Disney Plus show to be the WandaVision and how as weird right. as it was? Right. And so it nailed it. And it nailed yeah, it. And they knew it. That they ever it. since it, I have developed a massive Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen crush. She is yeah, up. She might be my hall pass if I ever get one. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen, please uh, whip a spell up on me or something because I love that show so much. So you, very you much. Very much. You very much enjoyed watching WandaVision as well. <laughs> very much so enjoyed myself while watching a couple <laughs> episodes of WandaVision, especially when she got that new suit. Um, oh Matt, Badunk. Uh, Matt, what you got at your number two slot? What's your runner-up? Uh, uh, my runner-up is a, another podcast season. The Dissect podcast did a whole season focused on the Kanye West album Yeezus and just kind of explaining um, you know, what a lot of the production and lyrics and just sort of the themes of it are. And it, you know, it was an album that like I definitely wasn't my favorite um just like to listen to but it was definitely interesting just kind of let me look at it in a different way so yeah that is uh my runner-up 
All right, Tanner, your number two slot. My number two is Peaky Blinders. This show is amazing. (laughs) They talk so cool, and they wear cool clothes, and they're gangsters, and it's the coolest thing in the world. I love it. I've I've watched it. I started watching it last week, like on a fucking like on a Friday or something, and I'm uh, season four right, right now, almost done. So it's amazing. So yeah, what's your number one? My number one. My new number uno. Number one is something that I had no hesitation in putting at number one: the Tomorrow War. Uh, it's actually an album it's called sunshine state of mind it is by actually this might be a meme of course this was predictable it's by one half of florida georgia line he released a solo (laughs) project just listen to this album man listen to this album if you want a nice mix of George Strait, Jimmy Buffett, maybe some Kenny Chesney, or maybe even some Bob Marley. Listen to this album, man. Every song is about the beach or his life growing up in Florida. Very great summer, 4th of July, sit on a raft, sipping on a cocktail type. Listen. Every song is a vibe. I listen to the album several times. It's a damn jam i would be surprised if it wasn't in my top two of my favorite content of the year wow after the year is over i love the album so much i only gave it a four out of five because i do prefer maybe there's 17 songs on the album a lot of songs it's too many it is it's a lot uh i prefer maybe 12 of the 17 over the last five so for that it gets like a little dock but if those five were off it would be close to perfect so very much so enjoy myself it's not florida georgia line writing either it's not super cheesy it's more serious it's more spiritual it, it's just a better written project than any of the florida georgia line albums have ever been so nice. they both i think decided over quarantine to write solo albums and i think we'll get an album from the second one this is the guy who you don't normally hear he's the background guy which arguably has better vocals than the lead Florida Georgia line guy. So bang. bang. Um, <laughs> I really, I, I don't know. I love the album, man. I, I'd give it a listen. If, if you like that kind of music, just very carefree summer, very much so a summer album. I'm not going to listen to this at Christmas. Yeah. But like when it's 85 degrees outside, I'm going to roll my windows down and talk about how much of a beach cowboy I am. <laughs> that is indeed one of the songs. Of course beach it is. Cowboy country music yeah rode into town on my two-wheel steel horse bon jovi <laughs> absolutely bon jovi's punching air right now yes he is <laughs> um matt what is your number one uh piece of content this year so far uh my number one is a movie that i kind of went off on uh several episodes ago just on my own and that was that is in the heights another just sort of celebration of summer to sort of go along with uh your um the album you're just talking about logan just yeah it's just was sort of it was just like a huge um big happy like celebration of just being you know 
outside and together. And so just like after the quarantine and stuff, I feel like it was just really what, um, what we kind of all needed and what, uh, what I was really asking for. So yeah, man, I would, uh, definitely check it out. Um, at least give it a shot, <laughs> give it a shot to earn your business. Uh, like Logan has said, sometimes, um, if give it, you know, 20 minutes, be like, mm, not for me, but I could, yeah. So definitely give it a shot. So that is num- my number one in the Heights. Tanner. The Invincibles. Invincible. That's what it is. Invincible. Invincible. <laughs> Clearly love the show a lot, don't you? I, I watched it in one night. You did? I did. One whole night, but it was incredible. I forgot about Invincible, man. That probably would have God, knocked that off show. that Florida Georgia Line album. I still think that's one of the best shows I've ever seen, right? It, like, it's just... The, it is a damn good show. I'm incredible. really upset. That probably could replace my life rolls on, but... Yeah, or even bump a few other things down because that's a damn good show. Oh god, it's incredible! Is it going to win awards? Do you know? Uh, it should because of the kind of category it's in, probably not. Yeah, superhero stuff doesn't get superhero stuff. Very gory. It probably won't uh, get that much attention. But I know they're already doing seasons two and three, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited. Me too. Good lord, God lord. So that's our top. Pieces of content of the year so far. We'll wrap it up. It's the first episode of the month. So we talk a little bit about what we've been binging lately. And uh, past two months, I've been very silent on this segment, but I've got to report that I am back in the, I'm back in the business of binging. Banner, Briefly kind of just rumble through what you're watching right now. Peaky. Peaky, the peaky fucking blinders <laughs> and uh, Dave and I Carly, uh, I guess bad batch. I still try to watch it once in a while. Ugh. Loki, obviously. And uh, yeah, been listening to a lot of uh, I, I just made fun of your country music, but I've been listening to a lot of country music lately. Really? What you've been listening to? Like old, like old, like, like, like Alan Jackson. No, like, I don't know, like. When I was like, like old, old, like like the Meryl stuff, Haggard, no. Johnny Cash, <laughs> old. Hell, hell no, like the stuff my parents would listen to in the car when I was like, like ten years Tim old. Tim McGraw, yes, Kenny like Chesney, that. yes, thank you, okay, yes, okay. And it was, it's a kind of a throwback, and it's nice in the car when you roll your windows down, and yeah. Any any specific song uh, that sticks out or artist? Would you go with me? Would you go with me? You know that by like, who? I forgot. Uh, Look it up. It's gonna be the first song. Would you go with me? Who are you listening to right now? A lot of different shit. I'm doing Josh weird. Turner. That's Josh Turner. Yeah. That's the guy that's like, maybe lock them doors yeah. oh, and yeah, turn that them guy. <laughs> <down."> <laughs> That guy was a meme a few years ago. Back yeah. when Vine was a thing, that guy was a meme. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, Didn't see that one coming. What about you? Well, the music sucks right now. I'm just looking for anything that'll make me like enjoy myself in the car. I was saying it to Catherine <laughs> the other day. <laughs> shit. I... <laughs> Whoa, Tanner. <laughs> Getting get a little enjoying yourself in the car. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty That's hard. a pretty dangerous place to enjoy yourself. <laughs> That'd be pretty hard. Especially oh. in, especially in uh, broad daylight if you're rolling your windows down. That might not be responsible. <laughs> well, mine are tinted. We're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, It'd be pretty awkward if a truck rolled up, though. Yeah, it would be real, <laughs> real bad. You'd be down bad. <laughs> uh, up bad. Oh, okay. oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Um, 
Also, just remembered something else about my weekend, dude. Oh my god, why did what? well not my weekend really today? Your boy signed up for a gym membership. There it is. Planet Fitness. Wait, how did how did what we were just talking big about big PF get you to the gym membership? I don't know. <laughs> like, good for you. But uh I very much so in share many of the things with Tanner. Uh I am watching season two of Dave. Uh what do you think so far? It's very different vibe, isn't it? Very different vibe from it's, season one. Well, he's it's it's kind of cool. It's showing what people act like. He's acting like a complete douchebag. Oh yeah, he? yeah. He's he's a huge douche in this season, big time. So far, we'll see. He'll get. What do you think of head. episode last week, uh, starring Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I haven't seen it yet. I don't even know. Well, Kareem well, Abdul-Jabbar in is in it. Okay. Do you cool. know who that is? I think I'm gonna watch it tonight. Actually. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Well, if I saw it, it sounds so familiar. If I saw it, yeah, one of the most. Yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah, points leader in the NBA. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. yeah. Pretty funny uh, circumstances that go down with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Just um, the Tokyo episode. Just stupid. Shit. Just stupid. In Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> just a, such a different vibe. Um, also watching iCarly. Yep. I'm enjoying myself. Me too. I mean, it's not It's not needed. It's no. a little cringy. No, yeah. But it's just, well, it's because like it's, they're still doing like the fuck the same iCarly childish bits and yeah. some of them like they're doing the baby Spencer. Like, but it yeah. is less iCarly centric yeah. and more just centric about them as adults. Yeah, just living their lives. Like every episode of iCarly, like back in the day, like featured like an episode of iCarly or multiple or multiple. This doesn't really do that often. I'm glad it's more of just their lives. I'm glad because that was the most cringy part. Yeah, in the old yeah. show too. It was huge cringe. Even as you, even as a child, I was like, oh this, yes, this when is, I was like, this is terrible. Yes, yeah. the other day this show. we got into a debate where to where my sister, the audacity of her to claim that iCarly was better than Drake and Josh. Oh, she's a dumbass. That's, that's what I said. Cameron, what the freak? Yeah, that's what I said. She, you know I was what? like, that's a general you know generation yeah, it thing. Shows, it shows what but, she watched as a kid. Yeah. Not Drake and Josh. I was like, Cameron, Drake and Josh was, this might be a steep comparison, but like in terms of Nickelodeon sitcoms, it was like the friends of Nickelodeon. Everybody watched Drake it's and the, Josh. It's yeah. the, I think it's the best yeah. Nickelodeon show ever. Yeah, probably. Yes. Um, live action, at least, for sure. Yes. Live action, yeah. for oh, sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, Guess to see the new Patrick Starr shows coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nobody asked for that. No. Another thing it's, that nobody asked it's for. It's the Cleveland show of Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, iCarly, Dave, Sunshine State of Mind, I was going to bring up. Um, Rick and Morty. You are? I forgot to say that. The new season, too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Not I, I'm not on the Rick and Morty train yet, but I will join soon. It is on the list. It's very different. Um, we've got. I made a list of a few things. Oh, on PlayStation on sale was uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order or whatever. Mm. It was like twelve dollars, so I snagged it for the new cons. Hell yeah! Uh, next game. gen uh, and getting those next gen graphics. It's fun, not as fun as I remember it being. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of climbing. I, I replayed it. A again. lot of climbing. I replayed it again. I was like, I don't want to explore. I want to fight some shit. Yeah, I want to fight. Not not as yeah. much climbing, but. Um, and then there's like one more thing that I should be remembering. Too Hot to Handle, season two. Oh. Cringy Netflix fucking show. <laughs> I say dating, but it's not a dating show. Yeah, it's yeah. Show. It's a banging show. <laughs> it's not porn. It's well, close to it. It's borderline softcore porn. <laughs> porn uh, Yeah, it's 
but it's very entertaining. It's mindless TV that I don't have to think about while I watch. It's it's fun. When we're done here, I'm gonna watch more. That's my mind. My mindless TV show is Pawn Stars. <laughs> I love Pawn <laughs> Stars. Is a great I love, love Pawn Stars. It's on uh, Hulu. Is it all the season? Matt, what are you watching? So, uh, not a lot, man. Mostly, I mean, besides the stuff that we do for this show, a lot of sports actually. Yeah. So been uh, not to steal, dude. What about sports is thunder? But I've just been watching a lot of. A lot of hoops it's been some some Me fun too. times on the b-ball court um my san francisco giants have been absolutely mashing they just snapped their season-long losing record of four games so i'm big pumped about that but yeah they're just like putting on a tear um just listening to sort of the normal stuff um to uh sort of air out my Dirty Laundry, Guilty Pleasure, Fall Asleep, or whatever show. It's been currently old episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! that I've been falling asleep to. It's the big <laughs> dork, I guess. So that's pretty fun. Uh, but um, I was going to ask. So yeah, in the like History Channel-esque like, shows of like Pawn Stars and like Swamp People and Ice Road Swamp Truckers, Road. like what... Uh, any uh, any favorites among those, or is Pawn Stars the goat? I was always partial to American Pickers. I like that one oh, too. God. If if we're playing Stand oh. You Cancel yeah. on the History Channel shows, oh, History- I am standing Pawn Stars. I'm muting American Pickers because I do enjoy that, yeah. and I am canceling. Well, actually, Storage Wars is kind of funny. <laughs> it is. <yeah. laughs> swamp Swamp People is amazing. Get him! Get him! Yeah, Dude, yeah. God, Sneaky people. History Channel has some bops. They have bangers. Yeah. The it's only, all shit you watch with your dad. <laughs> Ultimate dad TV. That and like uh, mid 2000s, like Discovery Channel, like Mythbusters era Discovery oh, Channel was just right, yeah. way go. Your, your dad's <laughs> starter pack in mid 2000s was uh, Mythbusters, NASCAR, Pawn Stars, and uh, the damn no, game. And just insert random sports game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All while wearing some Nike Air Monarchs falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Complaining about what we're watching on TV and then five minutes in passes out. Yeah. What um I was gonna ask, what are our thoughts on ancient aliens if we're gonna talk about uh history channel shows? I don't know if I've seen I that. Love it's, the, alien it's, the, shows, it's the meme of the guy with his hair up and he's like aliens. Oh, <laughs> I've seen a couple episodes, but not to the degree that I've seen those other shows. Oh, it's yeah. just ridiculous. It's basically just it's all the pseudoscience that's basically killing uh, American democracy at this moment, except <laughs> as a television show. That's amazing. I <laughs> I also have a very, very strong memory of my parents. Maybe it was my mom's choice, but watching Cake Boss a lot Cake, growing up. Cake, Cake Boss. Cake yeah, Boss yeah. Cake Boss. Yeah. I watched Wars once in a while. Both also- Pawn Stars and Cake Boss used to be on Netflix, and I binged the entire series up until that point a few years ago. Pawn Stars is back, but only two seasons. Isn't mm-hmm. the old man passed away a few years ago? I I'm pretty don't sure. I see. I don't know a whole lot. I just Chumley is like a TikTok star. Ch- Chumley well, is he, a drug. Yeah, he's guy. a meth problem. He's really? got a drug problem. Yeah. He got seized. The FBI seized his house. I know and- he's on TikTok now. He was he, he was on he's on TikTok but was in person. Please do do yourselves a favor and go follow Chum Lee on TikTok. Fuck, I don't know that. I'm not doing that. I'm gonna follow. <laughs> it, it looks like he lives a life very similar to those characters in Spring Breakers. He he he's an animal. 
Dude, you just can't control that guy, man. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> Chumley, dude. On uh, <laughs> on his Wikipedia page, when it's talking about him on Pawn Stars, it's like Chumley is often portrayed as on the show as the comic foil, but he often appraises items in his areas of expertise, including pinball machines, sneakers, and video games. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really there's a really really good <laughs> compilation on YouTube somewhere, and I'm pretty sure it's like all the times that Rick got mad at Chumley oh, for yeah. buying something stupid. Oh yeah, and it's and it's an amazing <laughs> compilation. You gotta find it. It's just like 30 minutes of Rick calling Chumley a dumbass and saying, "Call that person back and tell them that we're not buying that sword <laughs> that is definitely not real." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, didn't expect but to go off on a history channel on Pawn uh, Stars. <laughs> but hey, man, nobody's doing Pawn Stars talk seconds after talking about softcore porn. Yeah, there we go. Uh, do we want to do a quick uh, what's the net worth of Chum Lee? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm gonna go. Oh, god, I, I'm not good at these. I'm gonna go eight million dollars. No, am I going too low? I think he's going too high. You think so? Well, what's your guess, Tanner? What's your guess? I bet he's, in, I bet he's a little under, but he's around 900K. Uh, per celebritynetworth.com, the best website in the world, he is worth $5 million. Okay, that's a lot. How, how let's go. From what? To, to piggyback off of that, let's do Rick from Pawn Stars oh, as well. Lot more you know his there. last name? Harrison. Oh, Rick Harrison. I'm oh, Rick Harrison, duh. and this yeah. is my pawn shop. <laughs> I, I promise I wasn't doing a meme there. I just I would have like, been very mad if we couldn't have come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> All, You're right. About for the last All right. I'm going. All right, I got it. Yeah. He's about 12. I, I'm go. No, I'm going to go. Well, his, his shop is worth a, quite a bit. Well, no, I'm going higher. Oh, I'm shit. going 20. Oh, man. You know, you, you said 12, Tanner. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going 20. Nine million. Okay. Oh, I was okay. Okay. Say okay. Nine. okay. Yeah. I think there's, I don't know. I feel like if you just because you have it in your pawn shop doesn't mean it's like added to your net worth, like fair market value or whatever. Okay. I feel like since it's a pawn shop, you don't really like ownership is weird. Trying to, I was trying to like factor in maybe how much History Channel was paying him, but may, yeah. apparently not a lot. So Chumley was making 25K an episode, but it doesn't say what Rick is, was making. Dude, just like 20 episodes a season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chum Lee is not down bad. Chum Lee had a lot of money for meth. Well, he he was down bad for a minute when he got caught, but he lost like seventy five pounds. It said after his dad died. So this is just sad. I'm sorry. I'm I'm bringing it down with this Chum Lee. It's, it's okay. We're we're here for Chum Lee talk, but that's what you get on the binge boys, dude. <laughs> One minute we're talking about Loki time traveling. The next we're talking about Chum Lee's net worth. <laughs> If, if you were still doing uh, episode titles, that'd be the best one for this one. Chumley's Chumley's network. Network. Yes, Bro, I might bring it back. Just do it. Please. Down bad Chumley yes. talk. Bro, can we? I, I used to do the one worded episodes, but then I like went through this like this mo- like mindset of like, oh, people are going to search for the title. Yeah. Like people are going to search for like the tomorrow war. So I don't know. Maybe I will bring back like one worded titles sure. or one sentence titles. You know what? Fuck it. We're doing it, dude. <laughs> this this episode is going to be called. <laughs> Enjoying myself. Chumley. Chumley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
And that's that's this episode, man. That's the Binge Boys <laughs> episode two eleven. Down bad, chum Lee. Um, like we said at the top, if you enjoy what you hear, uh, check us out on Instagram. Tell a friend. Leave a rating and review. Uh, next week we've got Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow comes out this Friday. I'm gonna get to the theater. I think Saturday night to check it out. Um, so assuming. I think Tanner is actually going to attend with me. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think next week we're going to be good for some Black Widow talk. There it is. So, yeah, guys, that's that's two eleven. Uh, we we've decided, Tanner, that we are going back to the uh, the funniest or catchiest or maybe that's just the trendiest thing we talked about during that episode. <laughs> but since the Tomorrow War isn't breaking box office headlines, we're going to call this. Uh, or you know what? Maybe we will bring it back to like two main topics and call it like the Tomorrow War and Chumley's Network. <laughs> or I heard what you said. You made a good point because people might be searching up the current things that are coming out yeah. and finding your thing. So call it the trendiest thing of the episode and something stupid something that we, stupid that we <laughs> yeah. talked about. Yeah. Okay. You know That's what? Right. We're here for it. This, You know, most podcasts edit this shit out. We we're planning know. it live. We're planning it live. This is legit the planning we're doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it, man. Binge Boys podcast. Be on the lookout this Thursday for how to lose a guy in 10 days. And again, next week for um, for some Black Widow talk. We're really excited. Marvel movies are back, baby. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Goodbye. 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 Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Turned his mic down for those of you who uh, are still here. And by down, I mean I turned it off. (laughs) (laughs) 